Today, a powerful family story. A mom and her two daughters whose love and support for each other helped them beat breast cancer together. Plus, best-selling author and poet Cleo Wade shares her uplifting and inspiring new book. And surprising revelations from Britney Spears as the pop star gets set to release her highly anticipated new memoir. We're talking about it. From Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Hey, everybody. How are you? Welcome in. It is Wednesday, the 18th day of October. We're happy that you are here with us today. We sure are. We made this it Wednesday to the you. middle of the week. Yep. The middle of the month. I need to th- oh, I forgot. I need to say thank you officially and publicly. Yeah, okay. Because you sent this dress to my dressing Doesn't room. Doesn't it look cute on this her, This is guys? a Jenna dress. I walked in my dressing room, and you were on your phone feverishly clicking on things that I need because I've been wearing similar clothes for many, many yes. years. And then a whole bunch of clothes popped up, so I want to say thank you. I've started dressing you. Let me tell you, this girl takes care of me. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this girl. <laughs> we were texting at 5.30 in the morning. She said, thanks for taking care of me. And I said, I will always. And I will. Wow. Okay. This is, <laughs> you were talking about misplaced emotions. <laughs> we're having a lot of misplaced emotions everywhere. And that's what's happening here. And then but you were trying to set me up. And you're doing all these I'm going nice to. Things. I'm going to do all, that if it's Aaron like Andrews It's the sweetest things. things. Even, even intent is awesome. Forget about what happens. Intent is amazing. When someone intends to help you, that is amazing. Okay. <sighs> um, so y'all, did y'all see that Britney Spears has a new memoir? Yeah. It's coming, coming out, out next week. Mm-hmm. It's called The Woman and Me, and it's out on Tuesday. I have to say, there are few people who the world, who, who the, who like the country will yeah. universally root for. And Brittany is that person. Oh my God. <laughs> we need what is happening? You know what it is? There's so much, we're just going to say what it yeah. is. There's so much despair yeah. that sometimes small acts of kindness just melt you. Yeah. That's what happens. Small, single acts. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you. Thanks, Zach. In a world yeah. that feels increasingly dark. Yeah. You just have yeah. to be the light yeah. where you can. Because yes. it's there's a helplessness. Yes. And I think something happens because when the world is as it is, and we don't need to describe no. why it is, but I think and then Congress isn't working and this is not working. Everybody's quick to say, oh, and look, they can't get it together and they can't get it together and look what they're doing. And that's part of yeah. the problem where, you know, they say you're either part of the problem or part of the solution. Yeah. And it's even if you soften your your language and rhetoric or look for alternatives and solutions, no yes. matter what it is, you know, electing a speaker or trying to find places where people can come together. And, and find the goodness, find the light, yes. give the light yes. where you can. Yeah, and just lighten someone's load because... You, you don't like we could walk down the street of New York and not know what anyone's carrying, tap them on the shoulder and ask them what that is. And we don't know, the yeah. bur- you know, the burdens or how much they internalize what's going on. But I mean, if we're going to come back to Brittany, which I think we should, yeah. it's like Brittany, who people root for, I feel like, is telling her own story. story. 
And there's something about that. Like everyone for her whole life, people have spoken for her. Yes. You know, I mean, literally she had a conservatorship as an adult where she wasn't allowed to drive. Yeah. She wasn't allowed the freedom to be. So yeah, I mean, there is something super powerful Mm -hmm. about owning your story and putting it Mm -hmm. out there Mm -hmm. because there are people who you may be like, well, why is she like that? Yeah. Why are they like that? And if they own who they are, yeah. if they put out who they are, then there's empathy. You yes. Know? And also, I, I I think her story, like her story obviously is very touching. And she spoke to People Magazine. She did an interview with them, you know, over email. So they sent their responses back and forth. And she talked about some of the difficult parts of her life. Mm-hmm. Her book, by the way, is already number one on, yeah, on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. It's going to sell. Yeah. But I do think sometimes you don't, people don't, People, some people say, you know, I don't want to tell my story. I'm not, but I do think there's something to it. I think I told you this story, but I was flying, um, I was flying many years ago. I had breast cancer and I felt horrible and I was on a plane to do something for work and I regretted making the trip. It was a mistake. I wasn't ready to fly. I didn't feel good. And breast cancer was my secret yeah. because I didn't want to be that girl. I didn't want to be the poor baby kind yeah. of person. So I got on the plane to fly home and I was miserable. I The doctor told me I should have probably waited, but I went anyway. And the guy next to me said, hey, what are you doing? And started a conversation with me, and I was tired, and I didn't want to talk. And he said, what is that on your arm? And I said, oh, it's a compression sleeve. He said, well, what's it for? And I said, oh, I, have an op- I had an operation. He said, what operation? I said, oh, well, I had a procedure, so the doctor said, when I fly, I should wear it. Mm-hmm. He goes, what procedure? And I go, okay. I said, I had breast cancer and a mastectomy, and, um, but I hope when you get off the plane, you, there are other things you think of when you yeah. think of me other than that part. And he said, let me tell you something. He said, breast cancer is part of you. Just like going to college and getting married and working at NBC. And he goes, I'm going to give you some advice and you can go to sleep. And I said, okay. He said, don't hog your journey. It's not just for you. He said, think of how many people you could have helped on the plane ride home. So he said, you can take your stuff and put it deep in your pockets and go to your grave. Or you can help somebody. You decide. And I got off the plane and I was like, Oh my God. So from that day on, and his name, his name was Ken, I remember mm-hmm. from the plane. And I said, okay, like yeah. I'm not, a, I'm, I don't need to be defined by something, but it is part of me. Yes. And you can share it because others who feel alone yes. all of a sudden feel less so. Yes. And I think that that's what yeah. we all have something and you share what you want and in your own way, yeah. you don't have to do it loudly. Yeah. Or even to just the best friend. There is such a, um, incredible strength and listening to the stories of those that have come before. Yeah. You know, I, 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 Never, my grandpa fought in World War II. He was the youngest naval aviator. Mm-hmm. He enlisted against his grandparents' wishes, wow. uh, my, you know, yeah. his parents' wishes. He lied about his age so that he could go and serve. And he never talked about it because mm-hmm. he was one of those right. of that generation that kept those things close. And it wasn't until I interviewed him here for mm-hmm. work that he opened up about like the men that he lost. Uh, that he opened up about what he, that he thought about them every single day. And that brought us so much closer. Then we were able to have other conversations when, when he lost my grandmother that were really meaningful to me mm-hmm. and to him. And I just feel like if you still have those people in your life, your grandparents, your parents. Yeah. Ask them. Ask them. Yeah. And Steve Leader yeah. has some great oh, questions. I love he has Rabbi a whole book. Yeah. About how to talk to people that we love. You know, another celebrity who's sharing a story, and we adore him, and I cannot wait for this documentary, yes. is Tyler Perry. 
The title is Maxine's Baby. Oh, my God. The Tyler Perry story. It delves into his upbringing. He had a very difficult, <laughs> excuse me, upbringing. He became one of the most successful filmmakers of a generation. In, I'm go. Is it at the theater? Right about we're going. On, no, it's on Prime. Okay, fine. We'll go to our couch. November seventeenth. Okay, that I mean, is appointment TV viewing. I know bits of his story, yes. which are so beautiful and moving. What he went through. Yes. But, and to come out on the other side soft and loving and giving. Uh, oh. Okay, all right. We see? need more Tyler see Perry's in this world. There okay, they are. Okay, we're, we're turning the beat around. Okay, all we right. sure are. Coming up next, something new to watch with your boo. Oh, my gosh, I love when you speak in rhymes. We got what you're looking for right after this. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console console smart thermostat set for cuddle time doorbell camera oh my package is here fast reliable able to power tons of devices inside your home at once all systems go you are clear for takeoff this is xfinity internet wi-fi built to wow and watch the short film the aviators now playing at xfinity.com restrictions apply actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed if you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere then take a journey with us From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. We are back now with a trio of pop culture experts who are on a mission to keep us all entertained. We love them. They are Lauren, Mariah, and Rachel Smith, who host Sirius XM show. It's called The Smith Sisters Live, and they're here to tell us what should be watching. It's a system, it's a segment we call I'm Begging. begging. All right, Lauren, <laughs> let's start with you. What are you begging us to watch? I am begging you to watch House of Villains. It airs Thursdays on E. It Ooh, has villains. the Mount Rushmore of every reality TV villain who has ever made someone cry, who has ever had a viral moment, all living in Ooh, a house. Give us, give us Jax Taylor from Vanderpump. Oh, oh is he a villain? Oh. Tiffany Miss New York Pollard, oh. the legend. Johnny Bananas from The Challenge. We have people from 90 Day, from the Bravo universe, everywhere. Is Amorosa? They, yeah, that's yes. what I was going to ask. Amorosa is in it. Yes. They all wow. live in a house together. I'm surprised it has not been leveled yet. Okay. <laughs> they do challenges, eliminations. Oh. They're competing for $200,000 oh. and the title right. of America's ultimate supervillain. Wow. Wow. Um, okay. All right, Rachel, what are you begging us to watch? I am begging you to watch the final season of The Crown. Oh, we are. We're in, girl. You sold it. They're splitting it up into two (laughs) different parts, November and December. We unfortunately are going to see the death of Princess Diana. Mm -hmm. We do see her relationship with Dodie Fayed. We are also going to get the intro to Kate Middleton. Wow. She's coming in. What? We're going to see the new era of royals. We are going to get coming of age for Prince Harry, Prince William. It is going to be 
amazing. And this is it, right? This, this is it. This is the end. Series finale. Yes. Okay, now what you guys always come with one thing that the yes. three of y'all love together. What we talk about. Okay. What it is. Okay, we can't we're, we're here begging to you. evangelize about the, <laughs> the Golden Bachelor. The Golden when Bachelor. We yes. Set your eyeballs to see what Jerry is doing on, on the ABC. Way he's on ABC, and it's only an hour, which is the biggest yes. crime. Will you tell us oh, what it is about? It, it should be two hours. Yes. Sometimes it's too long. I hate to say it. No, this, when I tell you, I could, I could watch a live feed of what's happening in this mm-hmm. mansion. He is dating around. Everyone who's on the show is over the age of 60 looking for love. It's people who have lost their spouses, people who are divorced, people who are dealing with real life things like their children. It's truly amazing. The love is great. He's fine and he's kissing everyone. But he's how do you explain everyone. this? Because everyone I talk to, yes. doesn't matter what yes. your age is, this is the show they tell you to watch of all of them. What is it? It is the emotion it's, behind yeah. it. Yeah. He mm-hmm. is so in love with his family in love with his daughters real. and he yeah. it's so real yeah. and mm-hmm. you see the real love happening on stage. Oh, yeah. It yes. also feels groundbreaking. Yes. yes. It's right? amazing to see people who have lived life yes. on TV. It's not just like yeah. Yeah. hot tubs. You know what a marriage will be like. Yes. It's like, yes. I know what I want and I know you're not the love of my life. I'll spend the rest of my life. With y'all, you. Wow. Are y'all into Jerry too? Yeah. Yes. Love him. Sure. Come on. <laughs> All right. You can catch the Smith Sisters live weekday mornings on Sirius XM Radio Andy. Thank you. Thank you guys. Coming up next, how a mom and her two daughters beat breast cancer together, what they're hoping other women will learn from their schedule. From their story after this. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so we wanted to share the incredible story of a mom and her two daughters. You're going to meet this beautiful family in just a moment, but first take a look at how they are showing their pink power. Growing up, Kelly and I played for hours and hours on end. (laughs) Yes, and even though there's a five-year difference between the two, they're really, really close. She did everything first. So I got to see it. So I was the lucky one in that I got to see things play out and how it works. And then, you know, then it was my turn. And that goes for cancer, too. Kelly, Trina, and their mom, Wanda Miyahara, went through life having no idea that they were all at high risk for breast cancer. We didn't have any family history of breast cancer. I think we had heard of BRCA, um, but didn't really know how that impacted people or it would impact us or our lives. But six months after a clean, routine mammogram, the mom of two knew something was wrong. One morning I was getting dressed, and I, I felt it. I felt something funny and realized that probably wasn't right. At age 42, Trina was diagnosed with stage 2 breast cancer. As a mom, and being there when she was diagnosed, it's a really helpless feeling. What do you do? You want to help your baby all you can. Because of her young age, doctors did genetic testing and found Trina was positive for the BRCA2 gene mutation that increases a woman's risk of breast, ovarian, and other cancers. Her mom and sister immediately got tested too. The three of us were together that day to find out that we too were also BRCA positive. And it sure wakes you up. Just five months after Trina's diagnosis came another blow. I had breast cancer too. At that time, I was 71. It was fine for me. I was more worried about her than me. I mean, I've lived a long time already. While her daughter was going through chemotherapy, Wanda started radiation. Together, they got through their treatments. That's when Kelly decided to have a preventative double mastectomy. I originally planned on waiting for a while because we wanted to have another baby. 
and it wasn't convenient. And I thought, if Trina had a clean mammogram and six months later she had stage two breast cancer and I already know that I'm BRCA2 positive, I've got to take action now. I scheduled it for the first week of January right away. Three days after that, they called and said, you made the right choice because we found cancer. Had I waited for two years, this would be a totally different story. She basically saved her own life. You realize how fortunate you are that we even had the opportunity and the choice to actually do something preventative because she knew she was BRCA positive. In the span of 18 months, Wanda and her daughters all fought for their lives and became breast cancer survivors. There were many days when I was going through chemo where, you know, it was, it was rough. Having them, my husband, my father, my kids, we have a couch in our bedroom upstairs and I'd be laying in bed, but every time I opened my eyes, there was somebody sitting on that couch. For the Miyaharas, the strength of family conquered all. And now, as we're looking at ourselves as survivors, I feel fortunate that we get to do that together too. Wanda, Trina, Kelly, welcome. First of all, we're so happy you're all here and we're so happy you all are healthy and we're so happy that it was all discovered. Trina, I'm just watching you watch your, your own journey, kind of reliving it again. How are you feeling today? We're so thankful that we're here. Yeah. Um, it's amazing to be able to even represent and do this journey together as a family. But it's still shocking to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still surprised every time we tell our own story because mm-hmm. it was so surprising having no family history. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Kelly, I think that's the headline is that you had you had no mm-hmm. knowledge Mm-mm. before all of this and you basically <laughs> saved each other's lives yeah. and mm-hmm. other family members too. I know you're making mm-hmm. this into a documentary. Yes. What, what, do you, what is the message? Yeah. You know, I think when we first found out the shock was why don't more people know about mm-hmm. genetic testing or the ways they can protect themselves and we were shocked. So started documenting journey. There was a lot of surprises on the way, but our message really is that knowledge is powerful and empowering, and we're hoping to get our story across so that people maybe can use it to save themselves or their own families. Mm-hmm. Wanda, in that piece, it was very clear that um, <laughs> you you went through a lot of pain, obviously, going through your own cancer diagnosis, but what was infinitely more painful was what was going on with your daughters. <clears throat> exactly. I mean, like I said, I was 71 when I was diagnosed, but having my daughters go through this was a lot, lot harder. What did, but, you, what did you say to her before she went into surgery? I'll be here. I'll always be here. Yeah, she did. And I know and she's she strong. And uh, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're leading the story. <laughs> That's so beautiful. And you you do have each other. And I think one of the things that has been mm-hmm. beautiful about your story is that you were able to inform other family yeah. members, right. Trina, that to ch- get tested. Right. What right. What's happened since yeah, then? Yeah, when we first tested, I tested first after diagnosis and found out that I had the mutation, the BRCA2 mutation. And so then they tested. Mm-hmm. And as much as I didn't want them to have it, um, it's kind of been a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. And now we get to spread awareness together mm-hmm. as a family. And, other family and you let members. other family members yeah. know, right? Yes. right. And we have 
11 people tested very soon after and nine were positive. Nine out of the 11. Yeah. Did, did everyone, I'm curious because some people are of that mindset of, I don't really want to know. Was everyone, yeah. Yeah. did everyone want to get tested or did some no. say, no, thank you? No. no. I think that's normal, right? It must right. have been hard to right. say, but if you know, at least you'll have knowledge. Right. Because yeah. knowledge is power, right? Mm-hmm. And you could do something about it, be proactive about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but she finally got tested. Good. There but. are still a few family members who haven't been tested. Yeah. yeah. That's their choice. That's their yeah. choice. I think the important yeah. thing is they know there's a choice. Yeah. Yes. And Kelly, I mean, you know, I, I think so many women can empathize mm-hmm. with what you were going through because mm-hmm. you had a career, you were ha- hoping to have another baby, mm-hmm. but you ultimately put your health first mm-hmm. and saved your life. Yeah. yeah. Um, we wanted to have another baby, but and I was thinking. Now you have? <laughs> now we have. <laughs> so we waited. I'm an older mom now, but it, it all worked out. And yes, I, you have to think about your family. When you become a mom, you've got to be there. And what does it take to be there? You've got to look out for yourself. So. Just like your mother did. Yes. Wow. Right. Yeah, right. Right. We yes. want to say thank yes. you to you guys for coming. Y'all are a beautiful family, yes. a shining thank example. You. And, and, so and I much. love that y'all get to be here together. Yes. 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 Thank you for having us. Let's go. All right. We love y'all. Thank, thank you. you. Thank Coming you. up next, author and poet Cleo Wade on the importance of love and compassion for each other and ourselves after this. Wow. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Cleo Wade has been called Instagram's favorite poet, and it's easy to see why her social media pages are filled with her messages of wisdom, love, and hope. Yeah, Cleo's new book is a collection of prose and poetry called Remember Love, Words for Tender Times. Wait. Words for, for tender. tender times. By the way, you're speaking to us in the moment that we need to be spoken to in that way. Why is it important, especially now? Because the way we speak to one another is evolving and changing in a way we don't like. Well, I think also we're not giving ourselves permission to feel what's going on with ourselves, and that's part of it. Um, I didn't know that when I decided to call this book Words for Tender Times just how tender of a time we would be in, but I wanted to use the word tender because I felt like people would let themselves feel tender. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when the world feels overwhelming or all the problems feel so big, we feel like we're not allowed to have Mm -hmm. the problems of our own lives. And therefore, 
we aren't kind to ourselves and we don't love ourselves through our own tough time. So I felt like if I said, oh, a book for a really, really hard day, they'd be like, no, no, my day's not that hard because my day's not this, right? Right. But I thought any person could say, I feel really tender right now. Um, uh-huh. I feel sensitive. I feel fragile. Uh, and and that's what I really yeah. hope to give people permission. Mm-hmm. I think that that is such Love a smart that. point. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were talking about that very thing this morning. You know how mm-hmm. to how to hold other people's pain while still letting ourselves yeah. feel whatever it is we feel. Not bribe ourselves out of yeah. it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think the fact that you're talking about these love poems, mm-hmm. and they're not maybe in the way Pablo Nerundo wrote yeah, love yeah. poems. They're love for ourselves, for yeah. others, for friends. What do you hope people get from this this book? I really just hope people can remember that they are someone they love, too. Mm-hmm. I think we know how to give care to our friends or someone in need, and we have a hard time putting ourselves on our list, and our ability to give to others is heightened when we know how to give to ourselves first, mm-hmm. and it's important. You are important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love. I want to hear one of your poems. Do you mind? There's one that you have, I think, yes. called... Remember love, love, and it has a lot of themes. You, can you read yes. a little to us? Um, this is from Remember Love, and yes. it's called Everything That's Happened. There are some very large letting goes to do. People, places, honeyed and bitter phases of life. There are some even larger letting goes to do. Anger, tears, parts of yourself that leave with no return. Have a past Everything that's happened cannot be held today. Ooh. Oh. That last line especially. Oh everything everything that's happened cannot, cannot be, be held today. today. I, you know, I, one of the things that I love about you um, is that you aren't like a love expert or a no. healing expert. You just give what you can, which is words comfort it through words, but you yeah. do hear from people that ask you all sorts of advice. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like words help you kind of navigate mm-hmm. that? I think that we can't always control the first thought that comes up about anything, right? Usually that's our pain or our fear, talking or anxiety, but I think words help us kind of move into our second and third thought with a little bit more grace or patience. Mm-hmm. So if I say, oh, I'm so nervous, or I'm so freaked out, or, or, or the world is ending, I can also say, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to feel that way. And I think mm-hmm. if you have certain mantras or you, you know, you aren't giving yourself grace or patience for your past experiences, so they're always haunting you, you can say, everything cannot be held today. Mm. Have a pass. I love that. Can I ask about your morning routine? Like mm. to set I want to know, how do you set your day? Because to venture out in the world, we have to have something. Yeah. So what do you do in the mornings that gets you prepared for your day? Well, you know, I have two yeah. small children, yeah. so yeah. it is a little psycho. Yeah. yeah, good. I'm glad to hear your Same normal. with ours. Nice hearing that. Good. Okay. We, you know, you don't just get to be like, oh, I just do yoga for an hour. And <laughs> totally. then like, yeah. now a three-and-a-half-year-old yeah. scurries yeah. into my room in the middle of the yeah. night. And, totally. you know, um, but I do always encourage anyone to take, and I try to do this, five minutes to yourself. I think grounding yourself in your own kind of energy every day so that just even if it's like I just took two minutes, I made the coffee as a ritual by myself and no one talked to me. Uh, and so that I can just say like, 
no matter what comes from me today, it came from me. It didn't start because I got out of bed mm-hmm. reacting to everyone else yeah, in my home. Yeah, 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 And yeah. I think that that's important. One minute, two minutes. It, you know, it doesn't have to be a grand gesture, this way of caring for yourself. It can be a single minute. Right. Yeah. Just in the shower. Just yes. your yes. time where you can Yes. And intentionalizing the, the space. Yes. Saying, saying, this is my time to myself. Yes. Um, this is a time I'm, I'm giving and being with me. Right, not making a mental list and doing all the yes. things we do in the shower. Yes. Cleo, your book came right on time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read it tonight mm-hmm. instead of looking at Instagram. Yes. I'm going to sleep Maybe with more sh- peace. We should say, we should do that. We should make a, a vow that we're not going to be on any social media before bed. And, and we're going to read Cleo's book. beautiful words yeah. written oh by gosh. you. Thank Cleo. you, thank you, Cleo, thank for you so putting much. out such so goodness. You. Remember, you can check out Remember Love. Go to today.com slash book. Coming up next, a dish to warm your soul from one of New York top chefs, Leah Cohen, right after this. <laughs> Autumn is the perfect time for a warm and hearty beef stew, and today our chef is putting her own special twist on a classic recipe. Leah Cohen is the owner of Pig and Cow right here in New York City, and she'll be featured as the annual guest chef series from our sponsor, the Lauren Hotels. And for this recipe, you just scan that QR code on the screen. Leah, we're so happy Hi, that you're Leah. here. Thank you Leah, okay, you're me. headed to my hometown yes. of Austin. Uh-huh. First time, I'm super excited. I'm doing the guest chef series at um, the Lauren Hotel. That's a big deal. That's I know. Fun. And I did one um, in Bermuda because they have where, multiple yeah. hotels. So it's amazing. I'm super excited. We want to go to the one in Bermuda yes. one day. One day we're going. Yeah. <laughs> one day Next we're going. year. Was it awesome? It was amazing. Okay. It was amazing. So we're making a cozy stew. We are. We are doing a Filipino stew called Kare Kare, and it's Filipino American History Month, so it's a great dish. Um, We have some beef chuck. We also, traditionally, it's made with oxtails, but Mm -hmm. oxtails are a little expensive these days. So we're going on a little cheaper route. Um, Salt and then black pepper. Okay. And then we're going to just sear it really hard, nice and brown. How long? Listen to that. How long do you sear it? It really depends. You just want it brown on both sides. Okay. Like a dark brown. And then are you going to put it in the oven too or no? Yes. So then we're going to add all these aromatics like onions. You You want me to add add this? Beef stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we have garlic and bay leaves. Mm -hmm. And essentially we're just going to cook it until it's tender. So you can put a lid on it. You can pop it in the oven. You can leave it on the stove top. Whatever you Either way. Either way. Just cook until it's really nice and tender. About an hour and a half. Okay. Now you're going to make the special sauce. sauce. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to take the liquid from there. The braising liquid. And then we're going to strain it. And then we have onions, shrimp paste. I don't know if you are familiar with shrimp paste. It's a very uh, traditional Filipino ingredient. Can you buy it anywhere? Anywhere. Um, And then, yes. And then annatto powder. And then the annatto powder gives it a really nice color. And then we have peanut butter. Yes. That. Yes. This is so it's like a peanut sauce. A peanut sauce. Is this honey? Exactly. Oh, no. That is vinegar. Vinegar. And then we have rice powder. And the rice powder helps thicken the sauce. Okay. And you this. just whisk. And you just whisk. Bring it up to a boil, down to a simmer, 10 okay. minutes, and you're good. And then the vegetables, because we have to have our veggies. Yeah. And then we have some bok choy I that's already bok blanched. Me too. And it's a nice, vibrant green. So we blanch it in boiling water and then put it, um, shock it in ice water. Water. And then we have Japanese eggplant. Yummy. And so we're just going to sear that um, on both sides. Okay. And then we have the final dish over here. Mm. So once that's nice and seared, we side. have the bok choy oh, and the, and the um, Japanese eggplant. Mm-hmm. You have to eat this with rice. Because uh, it gets spicy. So, it's not spicy, but you just want to soak up yummy. all that delicious sauce. 
And then we have the super tender beef chuck over here. So is it a sweetness or is it a savory? It's what is sweet, it? a little bit of sweetness because mm -hmm. there's sugar in the, the peanut, peanut butter. butter. And then, but mm. it's savory. Yeah. And then it has a little funk from the shrimp paste. Mm -hmm. And then the Japanese. But not too funk, I would say. Not too funky. Not too funky. And traditionally, the shrimp paste is served on the side, but I like to put it in the sauce mm. because I want to force people to eat it because sometimes they can get turned off by something that they don't know. By the way, that's delicious. <laughs> that's Thank you delicious. So much. This is so comforting. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And oh then we, um, we actually serve a version of this at my restaurant, Pig and Cow, on the Lower East Side. Mm -hmm. We do a skewered version. So instead of a braised version, we do a grilled skewer version, the same sauce. And then I'm doing a version of this dish. I'm going to actually do it as like a dumpling form mm. at the Lauren Hotel for the guests. In Austin? Place. In Austin, yes. All right. Okay. Tickets are still available if people want to go. Yeah, get there. Left. Yeah. Uh, all my Austin <laughs> friends, Congratulations. go see Leah. Thank all right. you. To get this recipe, head to today.com slash food. And you can check out Leah on November 9th at the Guest Chef Series at the Lauren at Lady Bird Lake and my favorite place, Austin, Texas. We'll be right back after this. Coming up tomorrow, guys, we've got a special show that will help you own your health and live your life to the fullest. And Maria Shriver sits down with her daughters, Christina and Catherine, to talk about the issues facing women in their 30s. Great conversation. Also, a candid conversation with Naomi Watts about menopause. Yeah, plus Bobby Thomas opens up about the importance of intimacy in her life now and some top docs answer all your health questions. Look at that lineup. How awesome. awesome. It's going to be a great show. We're looking forward to it. Bye, y'all. Bye.